0: We were here last week and you realized that Bill Wimberley was gone again. Okay, well, hey, you know, uh, it's what more of a fitting conclusion to our study than uh, to announce this news. Did you know, unfortunately, Bill Wimberly had another bad week? You know what I'm saying? And guess who's going to get to tell you about it? Yours truly. That's right. Well, apparently, here's how it went, Ron, and you know why you were doing announcements last week. Uh, Bill was still fuming, if you recall, about Diane giving him that book. Remember that? The title of that thing Women are from Venus and Men Are Wrong. Yeah, and he was still you know, upset about her putting soap flakes in his corn flakes. He was foaming at the mouth, Randy, for a week on that soap flakes. Uh, but anyway, so anyway, so uh, he, he, was, he was getting tired, basically, apparently, of just being bossed around. Right, Bill? Oh, I, I was going to tell you, don't move a muscle. You're in trouble now. So, <laughs> so he's getting tired of being bossed around, right? So he goes to see a psychiatrist. First mistake, don't listen to man. Do not listen to man. Anyway, so he goes to the psychiatrist, and the psychiatrist tells Bill that he needs to build up his self-esteem. And so he gave Bill this book on assertiveness. He needs to assert himself more. So Bill, by the time he reached home, he'd already finished that little booklet there. And, And so he storms into the house. He walks up to Diane. He points a finger right in her face, and he says this. Now, from now on, listen to me. Listen. From now on, I want you to know that I am the man of this house. Right, Bill? Yeah, <laughs> And my word is law, okay? And I want you to prepare for me a gourmet meal tonight. And, and when I'm finished eating my meal, you're going to make me a sumptuous dessert. And, and then after dinner, you're going to draw me a bath so I can relax. And when I'm finished with my bath, guess who's going to dress me and comb my hair? And Diane said, the funeral director. <laughs> okay. the f- yeah. And... I don't even know how you're still here, Bill, frankly, but uh, (laughs) don't listen to man, right? It's the whole point, right? Tell you what, uh, but believe it or not, folks, uh, uh, Bill Wimberly is unfortunately not the only one who's headed for a bad ending. Okay, by listening to man's advice, our whole planet is doing the same thing. You and I, we're listening to God. We're trying to share God's advice. We're trying to warn our world that, hey, Jesus Christ is getting ready to come back. But what are they doing? They're listening to man. They laugh at us. They scoff at us. They say, you're a bunch of wacky conspiracy theorists. You're trying to scare me. And because they're listening to man, they are headed for their own funeral. The Bible calls it the seven-year tribulation. And that's not a joke. It's an outpouring of God's wrath on this wicked and rebellious planet. Jesus, one more time, said it's the worst time in the history of mankind. So horrible that unless God shortened that time frame, kept it to just seven years, the entire human race would be destroyed. But praise God. God's not just a God of wrath. He's a God of love as well. And because he loves you and I, he gives us so many warning signs in the scripture. They've been there for 2,000 years, Old Testament, New Testament, to let us know when it's getting close, okay? Okay. So in order to keep you and I here at sunrise from experiencing the ultimate bad day of being left behind, even worse, John, than what Bill just did, okay, uh, we're going to conclude, that's right, turn to somebody and say that word, conclude, that's right, our study. The final countdown update. Now, we've already seen the first 11 updates on our study, and that was the Jewish people, the Antichrist, modern technology, worldwide upheaval, the rise of falsehood, the rise of wickedness, the rise of apostasy, the rise of a one-world religion, a one-world government, a one-world economy, and the last three times was the mark of the beast. Good thing we see no signs of that happening. Yeah, uh, yes, we are. Okay, what we saw is that God lovingly foretold you and I that when we see on our planet all the nations around the world promoting on a global scale some sort of a marking system to be put in the body, specifically the right hand or the forehead, to link people to this global matrix system to control all the binding and the selling on the planet, guess what? Like it, lump it, leave it or not, you're living in the last days. And again, is that bad news? Since when did it become bad news to be reminded Jesus Christ is coming back to get us? Last time I checked, heaven's just a little bit better than here. Capital little, okay, excuse me, it's way better. Are you kidding me, okay? And we saw the proof. This isn't just some make-believe conspiracy theory. It's happening, folks. It's not coming. It's happening now and being put into place now. That's what makes these times much different. We saw that with the universal matrix system being put into place, universal ID system, a marking system, a biometric system, okay? And last time with the propaganda system where they are using the media, the medical industry, and even your own workplace to what? to encourage people to get a microchip implant, not only for ID purposes, but for payment purposes, okay? And again, of all places, they're really pushing the right hand. And they're even saying, hey, it's an option now. It's a convenience now. But the mandate in order to keep your job, it's coming pretty soon, okay? But that's an all. John, I'm still preaching on this at least one more time. So guess what's that mean? There's got to be more. That's right. There's got to be more. must be that snappy white shirt you got on like mine, okay? Uh, And there is. The sixth way that people are being deceived, unfortunately, right now, to be willing uh, to receive the mark of the the beast is, in fact, just that, the willingness proof, okay? The willingness proof is what I call it, okay? And I think this is common sense. This is something we should expect at some point, if we're getting close anyway. If you're going to pull off this mark of the beast system, then you not only have to encourage people Okay, repeatedly, year after year, over and over and over again, uh, in the media with the propaganda to warm up to the idea. But at some point, you think that your propaganda's got to work, right? And that people would actually be willing to give it a shot, right? Well, folks, what in the world do you think was happening right now? This isn't just coming for the first time in mankind's history. We are seeing people on a global scale who are willing to do it right now. In fact, they think it's awesome. And that we are the ones are missing out on such a wonderful future, okay? Now, the problem is they're not just willing to do it, but they're even willing to do it when the Bible is very clear, the penalty for taking the mark of the beast. Oh, it's horrid, your absolute worst nightmare. But don't take my word for it, let's listen to God. So let's take a look at that penalty. This is just one passage saying what's going to happen to those who take the mark of the beast. Revelation 14 uh, is our text, verses 6 through 11. Revelation 14, if you find the dictionary, what do you do? You can move all day long. You still score points with me. But yeah, you do need to take a left. Okay, so somebody's getting smart. Uh, Revelation 14, we're going to look at verses uh, 6 through 11. Okay, now here comes three angels. Going to warn some people, okay? As we're going to see, during the seven-year tribulation, again, you need to get saved today. You can avoid the whole thing. But during the seven-year tribulation... Praise God, His mercy is still amidst His judgment. People can still get saved, but you're going to pay with it with your life. A lot of people are going to be decapitated, even if you could somehow survive the catastrophes, but eventually people are going to be forced with the choice with the mark of the beast, okay? And you don't want to do it, okay? Again, get saved now, avoid the whole thing, but this is the context of the situation there. Revelation 14 verse 6 says this, Then I saw another angel flying in midair, and he had the eternal gospel to proclaim to those who live where? On the earth, to every nation, tribe, language, and people. He said in a loud voice, fear God. Why? Well, you better give him glory because the hour of his judgments come. Worship him, God, not the Antichrist, not yourself. Worship him, God, who made the heavens, the earth, and the sea, and the springs of water. Well, if you didn't listen that warning, here comes another angel. The second one comes along, he's fallen, he says this, hey, fallen, fallen, is Babylon the great? Who's that? That's the one world religion harlot system that people got all sucked up into. Didn't want to listen to the exclusivity of Jesus Christ. There's only one way out of this mess, it's the cross of Christ. John 14, 6, no. And they got sucked into that, so obviously they weren't saved. They got ushered into the seven-year tribulation. Well, guess what? God's going to judge that harlot religious world system and that's what he says fallen fallen uh he says there uh is babel on the great which made the nations drink demanding wine of her adulteries okay and then so here comes this third one this is man you already blew it okay don't do this listen to what he says he says, a third angel followed them and they said in a loud voice if anyone how many is that Anyone, okay, if anyone worships the beast and his image and receives his mark on the forehead or the hand, he too will have such a great life. He'll be one of the coolest cats on the planet. You talk about unlocking convenience. This is great. You'll save so much time. I'm sorry, John. Must be the white shirt again. I don't know. Uh, But if anyone worships the image and receives the mark on the forehead or his hand, he too will drink of the wine of God's fury, which has been poured full strength into the cup of his wrath. He will be tormented with burning sulfur in the presence of the holy angels and of the Lamb. And the smoke of their torment rises how long? Forever and ever. There is no rest day or night for those who worship the beast and his image or for anyone who receives the mark of his name. Whoa. Now, folks, how many of you guys realize that sometimes in life we make mistakes? You do things that are wrong. And it has horrible side effects, like eating chicken. That's a given, right? That's an easy one. I wanted to get the ball rolling here. Okay. But according to the Bible, I tell you what, man, this one's so obvious. You don't need to know Greek for this. There's no secret thing going on here. This is plain as day. The Bible says the last thing you ever want to do is to what? Don't take the mark of the beast. And do you know that there's actually Protestant preachers who are saying you could still do that? It's crazy, okay, but that's a side note. But don't ever take the mark of the beast. Why? Because listen, folks, what does it say? You take the mark of the beast, you, you, you don't pass go, you don't get 200 bucks. Here's your guarantee, you're going straight into hell. You are going straight into hell and you're going to be tormented forever and ever and ever and ever. Don't worship the Antichrist, don't take the mark, don't take the mark, don't take the mark. How much clearer do you got to get? And that's just one passage clearly dealing. It's not just, ooh, the mark of the beast, and everybody's fascinated with that prophecy topic. The Bible says, don't take it, don't take it. And so to me, the logical question is, well, how in the world then does the Antichrist get people to risk this horrible destiny? This is easy to uh, ascertain from the Scripture. This is a horrible uh, penalty. Don't take the mark. How does he get them to do it? Because we know contextually the bulk of the planet's still going to do it. Even with this warning. And so, how does he do it? Well, folks, that's what we're going to see in our study. He does what he always does. Who is the one who is empowering the Antichrist? Rhymes with Satan. Whoever said that, right? You're on the ball. Satan is the one. Satan is not just a liar, he's the father of all lies. He's a murderer and he's been one from the beginning. So, guess what the Antichrist is and does and his character is? Just like Satan. So, this is what he does he lies. This is how he gets people to do it this is how he risks gets them to risk such a horrible destiny and be willing to take the mark of the beast he lies he twists the truth he makes the bad look and seem good right and i want to share with you two things today how he's doing that the first way he is duping people tricking people deceiving people lying to them that somehow This mark of the beast, whoo, you really need to just go along with it anyway, is by what I call the cool factor. Turn to somebody and say, hey, don't you want to be cool, huh? Don't you want to be groovy, whatever generation you're part of, far out? Gnarly, for those in the 80s. (laughs) you are righteous. I mean, don't you guys, come on, don't you want to be part of the in-crowd, huh? Right? And believe it or not, the enemy is using this tactic to get people to go along uh, with the mark of the beast. Now, believe it or not, one of the biggest promoters of this cool factor to get this microchip implant, okay, right now, don't even wait for the seven-year tribulation, get used to it now, is in the tattoo and body-piercing industry. The enemy is slick, man. Step by step, he starts out here, but he works people, gets them used to it. Ooh, hey, don't you want to be cool? Get this chip implant. Now, you don't want to go for the gusto right off the bat, because that's a little too obvious. So he's working his way there, and he's doing it with tattoos and body piercing. I'm going to demonstrate that to you today. Okay, in my generation, okay, uh, back five years ago. Yeah, what did you talk about lying? Thank you very much. Uh, no, in my generation, tattoos really weren't that big of a deal, right? In the 80s, right? I mean, you know, people, some people get them whatever, if they were inebriated, unfortunately, or Uh, Some folks in the military sometimes would get them whatever. But it really wasn't that big of a deal. But today, have you noticed? Tattoos are going nuts. Everybody's getting tattoos. Big, young, old, it doesn't matter, man. Everybody wants a tattoo. And gee, I wonder why. What's on TV? I mean, there's tattoo this, tattoo shows, tattoo reality shows, whatever. It's just, it's being pushed all over the place. Now, the problem is the old ones just aren't good enough anymore, right? Like It's like the one guy that I guess, you know, when he was younger and in shape, he got this little... This little minnow right here on his stomach. But you know, when you get older, your stomach kind of grows a little. So now he's walking around, looks like this beached whale or something on there. It's like, you know, so there's a danger in tattoos. You got to be careful, apparently. Uh, but, but no, no, no. It, I mean, they used to be simple, right? He's a mom with a heart or something. I don't know. I never got one. But, but it just used to be, not anymore. You see, it's, it's cool, you, you, and they're always looking for a way to, to push the envelope, have you noticed that? And believe it or not, one of the latest ones that they're promoting out there with tattoos is these things called 3D tattoos. But don't worry, this is going to make you look cool. Watch this. As tattoos continue to evolve, tattoo artists must step up their game.
1: Tonight our Robert Price explores the world of so-called 3D tattoos. So everything's. Doing well? Mother of three, Susanna Cower is about to spend the next six to seven hours getting a tattoo.
2: I am finishing up a sleeve that I started several years ago.
1: She's not the only one, not with more than 200 tattoo shops listed in the San Antonio area alone.
2: I'm getting a tattoo on my leg. I'm getting a tap put on my foot.
1: From conventions to reality shows, young, old, rich, poor, tattoos are seemingly more mainstream than ever. And increasingly elaborate.
0: Got to hang with the big boys, man. I'm swimming in the shark tank. You know what I'm saying?
1: Artist Damian Galloway says a big thing right now is photorealism, color portraits, 3D tattoos. Changed the
0: game of tattooing. And it's really pushing the limits of art. They're trying to push the envelope to the next next level. A
1: pen behind your ear, a laced-up foot a terminator arm. There's tattooers that are just blowing people out of the water. The sky is the limit. With time, shading, and a willing and able artist, you too can have a butterfly resting on your shoulder, a slice of pizza on your stomach, or a snake burrowing into your flesh.
0: Yeah! Wouldn't that be awesome? Huh? I mean, you're gonna do that, you might as well get like a chicken head popping on your shoulder or something. That'll freak people out. Okay, that'd freak me out. Okay, excuse me? Well, listen, like, you guys just don't get it. You, apparently you don't know style, man. No wonder you guys aren't so cool. But I still love you. But it's what? Don't you understand? This is this is the latest thing. Okay. But here's the trend again. It was tattoos, but tattoos aren't good enough anymore. You always got to push the envelope. Now it's 3D tattoos, and who knows what's going to be next. But if you notice, even before the 3D tattoos showed up, just getting a tattoo wasn't enough. It started to move to the next phase, and the next phase was the what? Body piercing. Right? And then it was just the tongue, Right? And then it was in the nose, right? Right here in the nose. And that was the next place where they started to go. And then all of a sudden it started getting on the lip, right? And I was wondering, how do you keep the food off of that and stuff like that? Then it started going on the eyebrows. And there's four hundred of them on the ears and this is all this stuff. And then it went from body piercings to the implants right? The bone implants. You got this coming out or whatever and all kinds of weird stuff, right? Because you're always pushing the envelope, right? Tattoo wasn't enough. You got to do this next cool thing, right? And I want to share with you folks how far this is going just to look cool with tattoos and 3D tattoos and implants. And these are some actual photographs. I'm not making it up. Okay. Turn to somebody and say, don't you want to be cool? Because uh, apparently this is what you do nowadays. You guys, you guys got to get with the program here. And uh, here's a lady now. And with her tattoos and her, and her implants and stuff like that, and as you can tell, oh, yeah. Looking cool there. But hey, it's not just for ladies. It's for guys right there. Look at that. With all due respect, apparently Starbucks won too many times there. Uh, decaf might work a little bit, but whoo, eyes are dilated apparently, I don't know, whoa, that's interesting, but hey, not just for individuals, it could be for couples, huh? Look at that, whoo, thumbs up, don't you guys want to be cool? And I had to share this guy, because this guy I haven't really got figured out. Now, apparently he, he's got to be excited, John, because he's cool, but he doesn't look too happy uh, with that, so I don't know if they put the lump on the wrong side of the head, or too many lumps, I asked for one lump, you gave me three lumps, or they called him Lumpy when he's... I don't know. That's, his name is really Larry. Uh, these, what? Now, now th- those pictures are not just real folks. Those are from the, quote, Venezuela Tattoo Expo 2015 this year. Those are relatively high off the press, okay? And what's interesting is right now, if you're paying attention to the news, there's something else wild going on in Venezuela. Venezuela is experiencing food shortages, Okay, and, uh, and because of the food shortages, uh, they are being forced to register with the government in order to buy groceries. Why? Because remember we talked before in the past about the one-world economy, about oil being used to uh, hurt the Russian economy on purpose as a tool, okay, don't mess with their globalistic plans? Well, Venezuela is also being hit hard by the lowering oil prices, not just Russia. And they're experiencing a food crisis, okay? And because of this, Venezuela's food distribution is right now under military protection. And there's food hoarding going on there. So to prevent the food hoarding, uh, this is what they're doing. I want to show you just a couple of quick pictures. How would you guys like to go to the grocery store right now? You're not even in the store. This is the line to get into the store to get hopefully some food. This is happening right now as we sit here. Uh, in Las Vegas around the world. Okay, now, what's interesting is they're not just food shortages and the government's grabbing control of the food supply, but uh, they have to keep it fair, right? They want to make sure people get too much or they hoard it. So what they're doing right now to these people is they're marking their hands. They're marking their hands in order to keep track of them to get food. And you think, well, that's never going to turn into a microchip implant. Well, guess what? They're now calling for these people to do because, you know, you don't want somebody faking the number, why? Why? So now they're saying, we need to do it with your finger, biometrically on your hand, uh, in order to buy and sell with the food over there. And I got to thinking about this. This is happening. You put all this together, okay? Um, you think, well, well th- th- these people would never... Nobody in their right mind would receive a microchip implant in order to get food, okay? And then I put you know, together what we just saw uh, in-, in our study. It's like, okay, so in Venezuela right now, you will do this to your body, the tattoos and the implants, but the government who might be coming close to saying, well, we want you to put this little tiny microchip in your body, do you think they'd even sneeze at it? Certainly the younger and the up-and-coming generation, I don't think so, folks, and that's the whole point. So it looks to me like somebody's being warmed up to the ultimate goal, right? Okay. In fact, it's not just over in Venezuela, folks, this is a global phenomenon even here in the United States. Okay, they are going, they're starting with tattoos, body piercing, body implants into the microchip implant. Here is another photo recently, and this is from Sweden. And these guys are calling themselves the Rise of the Swedish Cyborgs. Okay, and the reason why they have all their hands up doing that number is because they've just been implanted with microchips. It's the latest rage and being cool. Okay, around the world. Everybody wants a microchip implant, okay? In fact, they're also starting to have new parties, and they're actually called, frankly, implant parties. So the rage over there in Europe is to have implant parties, okay? Now, pay attention to this. I want to educate you. There's another term in the media that you need to supplant with the word Mark of the Beast. And for these people who are promoting this microchip implant, they have a term for themselves. They call themselves biohackers or biohacking When you see biohackers or biohacking technology, supplant it with the word mark of the beast because that's what this is, a microchip implant. Oh, and by the way, uh, this is Sweden. If you've been here the last couple of weeks, we saw that Sweden is just about ready to go cashless. Remember that? And then remember they just came out with this hand payment system with the right hand called Quickster. And then remember last time we saw that they're actually promoting, get the microchip in your hand to keep your job, right? all this is happening over in sweden uh anybody seeing a pattern okay but you might think well that's just guys you know those those techie guys no the girls are getting into it too here's a photo of a girl and this is what the headline said she said quote she's so excited she says i'm among the first swedes with the microchip don't you guys see how cool this is you're never gonna be as cool as these people unless you get on board with this latest aspect of looking cool, okay. So first tattoos, then body uh, uh, piercings, and then body implants, and then biohacking microchip implants uh, is what's going on. And I gotta throw this one in there for measure. Uh, there's another lady in Israel. She's come out with a, a new cool thing to be cool, you know, body art, body stuff, body implants. And she's from Israel. I'm gonna share with you a couple pictures of what she's done. And she's made jewelry that you actually connect to your veins. Right? It's not just jewelry that you implant on your arm to look cool, right? But it's in your veins. And the reason why is because what it does is the jewelry is designed in a way that the flow of blood from your veins will actually generate electricity. And so there's a piece of jewelry here on the arm. There's also one here just below the forehead. She's got right here, okay? And this jewelry will generate electricity. Well, why would you want to do that? Well, maybe you're going to need to power a chip one day. But this is cool. This is the latest thing. And I thought it was very strange to me personally that a person from Israel will be developing a marking system. Hitler, remember? you think you'd, you'd know better with all due respect, okay? But for those of you still can't see the connection, that this is a step-by-step warming-up process, okay, to look cool using that. Don't you want to be cool first with tattoos, and then the body piercings, and then the body implants, and now you need to be a biohacker is the latest cool thing, right? Uh, I'm going to share with you, guess what the latest new trend is for tattoo shops around the world to help you look cool is. Yeah, you go to a tattoo shop to get a tattoo. But also, you can go to a tattoo shop, and for a while now, you can get these, uh, you know, piercings right at the same place. Well, believe it or not, tattoo shops are now promoting biohacking. You can get it all done in one place. Let's take a look at that. So you might be
3: asking yourself, okay, I want one of these things, but how am I going to get in my hand? Well, Dangerous Things started to start with partner with uh, professionals around the world, and uh, we brought on Dana Burnage here as co-founder because uh, he's an expert in uh, body piercing. Um, so tell them a little bit about the, the partner network that we're building and, and why it's
0: important. The Dangerous Things Partner Network is a uh, professional body piercing and body modification services referral network for Dangerous Things customers seeking to find a safe and reputable uh, practitioner to install their technological modifications.
1: The place that we chose on the space between the thumb and the forefinger at the middle of the hand is a very uh, soft spot in the hand. and easily accessible there's not much uh, in there that will cause problems between the skin and the muscle and so i thought it was a very safe place you can easily see what you're doing and feel what you're doing and uh, it's easy to keep
2: track of the device uh, when you're placing it
3: it's really important to be in a safe clean environment and uh, you know if we have a professional uh, that's near you that's great if we don't Then uh, definitely approach your your favorite kind of local piercing professional, and uh, we're we're game to give them uh, piercing guides, uh, video examples of the implantation procedure, um, and uh, and talk to them on the phone to kind of bring them up to speed.
0: So 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 do you understand the good news? If you don't happen to be in one of those areas where they're already promoting this now to be a biohacker, get this uh, latest school trend. Uh, We'll we'll, we'll, you know give us the number or vice versa. We'll, We'll train these guys how to add this to their business. First tattoos, then body piercings, body implants, biohacking microchip implant, okay? It's a clear, obvious pattern. But you guys might be thinking, well, unfortunately, that's just those young whippersnappers, right? Us adults, there's no way we'd ever fall for that, right? Folks, call it a midlife crisis or what? But now you're seeing adults all over the world who are getting sucked into this under the guise of being cool as well. Here's just one guy who's promoting it in Europe given it a live demonstration of his implant. Let's take a look. So he's going to use a, uh, a large-gauge needle that will install this uh, subcutaneously. Ready for the insertion. Ready for the insertion. Okay, that's in. And the chip is in as well. that's That's it. Done. Actually, it did not really hurt very much at all. Oh, come on. Join the crowd, folks. This is awesome. So when you want to be cool, even as an adult, keep up with those young whippersnappers. It doesn't hurt that much. And isn't that the most important thing? Now, that guy, in case you're wondering, uh, his name is Peter Diamandis. He's got a partner, Raymond McCauley. Uh, they're giving this talk over here on biotechnology. Pay attention to that as well, biohacking, biotechnology. And he stated, listen to his direct, you tell me there's not a pattern here warming people up, tattoos, body piercings, chip implants. He said, quote, this guy, chip implants are as easy now as body piercings. See a pattern here? Then he says, incorporating this technology into our bodies may seem repellent or unnatural to some people, but many of us are already cyborgs. And he says this, he says this, for example, vaccination is a kind of technological augmentation, right? We're used to having a needle in to get these drugs inside of us. How's this any different? Just a needle getting a chip. And then he goes on to say this, implants could create the internet of things. We could use our hands to unlock doors, start the car, or pay for coffee. You know, buy and sell. Hey, turn to somebody and say, hey, this, don't you want to be hip with a chip? (laughs) Huh? Don't you guys know style? Aren't you with the game? What's up with you, man? Come on. Unfortunately, it's working too well. And yet the Bible says, yeah, you might think you're cool, but in the seven-year tribulation, you just sealed your fate to be tormented with fire forever and ever and ever. Isn't that just like the enemy to take eternal torment and fire and say it's cool? That's what he's doing. The second way that people are being made willing uh, is what I call the convenience factor. Okay? If, you, if the cool thing doesn't get you, maybe they could suck you in with just convenience because it's all about the customer nowadays, right? Okay? And believe it or not, this is what they're doing, folks. Uh, and Jesus, I believe, warns us about this kind of deception uh, in the last days. This is going to be part and parcel of the seven-year tribulation. Don't listen to this. Don't be deceived. These guys are trying to snooker you. Don't fall for the propaganda or the hype. Okay, and that's what Jesus said here in Matthew 24, verses 4 through 5, 10 through 11, 23 through 25. Jesus answered, watch out that no one, what? Deceives you, okay, why? Because many are going to come in my name, he says, claiming I am the Christ. And will what? Deceive many. He says it a second time. At that time, he says, many will turn away from the faith, they'll betray and hate each other, and many false prophets will appear and deceive many people, third time, in the same context. And he says, at that time, if anyone says to you, look, here's the Christ, or or there he is, don't believe it, Jesus said, for false Christs and false prophets will appear and perform great signs and miracles to, here it is a fourth time, deceive even who, though, this time? The elect, if that were possible. And then he says this, well, see, I told you ahead of time. Prone translation, listen, you guys have no excuse, elect. You guys have no excuse. There's no reason for you to be deceived. I told you in advance. It's been sitting here. I warned you repeatedly for 2,000 years. Don't be deceived. The seven-year tribulation is going to be a time of absolute, utter, great deceit, massive deception. But if you just stick to the words of Jesus, if you pay attention to his prophecies and his warnings, you can't be caught off guard. Anybody would say that's a good benefit from studying Bible prophecy? That's a no, right? That's what Jesus see, it told you ahead of time. But if you weren't told ahead of time, how would you know? And that's what's happening today. And so people are being deceived, deceived, deceived. And I'm telling you, this uh, second thing is happening. It's the convenience factor. Right? If you didn't fall for the cool thing, the, and, and again, it's a step-by-step process. If you want to be cool, what do you got to do? First, get a tattoo. And then that's not enough. You got to get a 3D tattoo. And then that's not enough. You got to get this body piercing. And then that's not enough. You got to get these implants. And then that's not enough, you've got to be the biohacking implant person, okay? Same thing when it comes to this convenience. They're starting at the end of the spectrum to get us used to the ultimate goal of getting an, an implant into our hand, and then eventually the forehead too. But see, you can't jump for the first one, that freaks people out, right? So just like with the tattoos, to be cool, it's the same thing with convenience. And they're starting now, right now as we sit here, do you realize what one of the latest Convenient trends are, that's being promoted all over the world. There's these electronic devices you wear on the outside of your hand called wearables. Have you noticed that? And wearables, oh, if you would just get this electronic device on the outside of your hand, step one, you talk about a world of convenience, you wouldn't just be cool. Woo, you can get so much more done with one of these, watch this. It's time to merge high tech with high fashion. Intel is showing off a new luxury smart bracelet called the Mika. It's created in partnership with the fashion company called Opening Ceremony. It's essentially jewelry with its own phone number. That means you need a data plan. It receives text messages which are displayed on the curved sapphire screen on the wrist and it also will be able to show other notifications.
1: The Smart Ring by Moda. The natural, low-key, and convenient way to stay on top of what is important in your life. Who is trying to reach you and what you need to do next? Include the people you want. Exclude the calls and texts you don't. Forget about constantly checking your phone. Stay in sync with what matters using what's right in front of you. The Smart Ring is a very natural way to see who's trying to reach you.
0: so passe, oh, come on, you guys, you still got cell phones, you don't even know what hip is, you know what I'm saying, if we all get one of these external, you know, wearables, this is, I mean, this is awesome, I, I can keep track of my calories, right, I can see how far I ran, walked throughout the day, my health score, what my heart rate is, I, I, can play, I can play games even in the bathtub, you know what I'm saying, I can stay connected with social media, I don't even have to get off the couch to so get that cell phone, Talk about convenience. If I just get this external wearable on my hand. Ooh-wee. And then, a shocker of shocker, folks, uh, guess what now? That's step one. they have now starting to come out with something new with these wearables that they can do for you that's so convenient. I mean, they do all that other stuff anyway. I mean, wouldn't it be great if you could buy and sell with them now? Well, you can. All in one device. Let's take a look at that.
1: PayPal is the first payment provider on the Samsung Gear 2 SmartWatch. The app lets you check in and pay in the local store, save and redeem offers, and get payment notifications. With the technology of a wireless
2: payment system, it will replace your wallet as well as your apartment and car keys. And what's more, it will assist in keeping tabs on your finances, helping to control your expenses. It will keep an accounting of your nutritional input by tallying up the calories of food that you buy in the store and deducting the calories which you expend through physical activity. In addition, it will not only keep track of your weight but also the nutritional value of your diet, indicating to you in a timely manner any deficiencies or overabundances of vitamins and trace minerals which you require observing the chosen diet. MyPort is a beer system that allows customers to pour their own beer. With an RFID wristband, a valve controls beer flowing through the tap while the meter measures the amount of beer a customer pours, accurate to more than one one-hundredth of an ounce. With iPourIt, every ounce of beer is metered and charged to a customer as they are pouring it. Limits can be set per visit, per hour, or per pour. Once a limit is reached, the customer can visit with the host again who can make a decision to allow more ounces to be consumed or cut them off. Please pay with their sign. $4 for coffee.
3: Payment received, thank you.
1: Uh, large
0: coffee and uh, leave room, please.
2: That's $3.26. Uh, 3 dollars Okay. okay. <laughs> Alright. I'm sorry, um... Oh!
0: There you go. that. <laughs>
1: Hey, can I help you? Oh, yes,
0: two, please. Oh, you know. There you go. Oh, <laughs> I
2: don't What is that?
0: Hi. Hi. Thank you. Thank you. Once you've experienced My Magic Plus at Walt Disney World Resort, you'll want to use it everywhere. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. It's going to be When all we need in life for all this convenience, even payment purposes, is this external wearable device. And in case you guys aren't hip, Disney World is starting to get into this. I think it's awesome too. If you would just get this wearable, okay? But you see, there's a problem, and maybe you've already come to the same conclusion I have, is these wearables, yeah, they they do get you used to a certain uh, element of convenience. You can do all kinds of neat things with these electronic gadgets on your hand. And, and, and they're very convenient for payment purposes, right? But what if you lose your wearable? How are you going to access it now? You're going to lose access for all this convenience, for all these personal things and all the payment thing. What are you going to do? And I quote, do you know what the latest trend just now starting is in wearable technology? It's called Project Underskin. And if you just get this electronic wearable under your skin, or permanently tattooed on the outside of your skin, you'll never lose it, and you'll have convenience forever. Watch this.
3: From smartphones to Google Glass, this past decade has brought a wave of new technology and technological advances, and in the next five years, those advances are expected to go beneath the surface, literally. The next big thing in wearable technology may be a tattoo implanted in the skin, according to Fast Company. The folks at New Deal Design, the San Francisco-based design company behind the Fitbit Force Wellness Watch, drafted a mock-up of the tattoo for Fast Company's Wearables Week. They called it Project Underskin. The foundation of underskin would be a visible tattoo implanted in the knuckle of the thumb and a larger, invisible tattoo implanted in the palm, according to Fast Company. The tattoo would interact with everything the consumer touches and would recognize the consumer's location as well as movements within the body.
0: But I'm sure that's just a chance. You know, it's just a quinky dink that, just like with the tattoos, and led to the body piercing and the implants and biohacking implant, and now these wearables, you know, it starts off with just for these nifty external things you've got to put on you know, for convenience and then payment, and then now you need something permanent. Under, or permanently tattooed on you. It's not by chance, folks. It's called deceit, 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 deceit. Don't fall for it. Oh, it's being touted. It's cool. Oh, it's being touted. It's convenient. But Jesus said, "See, I told you ahead of time. that This is the same kind of deceit that the Antichrist, the enemy, is going to use during the seven-year tribulation. The elect. There's no reason for you to fall for it, unless, of course." You're never taught Bible prophecy. Then you're left in the dark, okay? And that's why Jesus also said when these things begin to take place, because they are taking place, folks, what do you do? You stand up, you lift up your heads because your redemption is drawing near. That means he's coming back to get us. And again, that's good news, okay? But if you're here today and you're not a Christian, I beg you, what more is it going to take? How many more signs does God give you before you realize, listen, there's only one way out of this mess, and it's through Jesus. And if Jesus Christ is not your Lord and Savior, if you've got any question, you better do it today, Because the rapture could happen before we're done here today, very quickly, and you'd be left behind. But as we close as a church, I wanted to kind of challenge this, folks. We've had the privilege as a church to go through a lot of Bible prophecy. Churches in mass across America get zero, year after year after year. And it's not just as a comforting reminder that Jesus Christ is getting ready to come back. That's good. But I believe there's a second reason why God would want us, even here at sunrise, to go through prophecy as much as we have so far. And that's to remind us, folks, that we have a world of people out of here. 95% of Las Vegas does not know Jesus Christ, their Lord and Savior. And how much suffering, how much torment could they avoid if we just here at sunrise would get really serious about why we're still here, and that is, sharing the gospel with the lost we'll close in prayer after this
2: a letter came to me some years ago from the mission field and my wife brought it to me and said would you please read this and I was sitting in my office in Dallas in a comfortable chair I finished reading the letter I was weeping on my knees letter came from a dear brother a native missionary that worked in hardwar by river ganges during that couple of weeks time 35 million hindus walked and traveled by train and bullock carts and buses from all over the country to go in this dirty polluted waters of river ganges washing themselves for the forgiveness of sins this One missionary Working among these people Telling about Jesus One evening he was coming home And now in the letter He writes the experience what happened that evening He said I saw this young woman Sitting by the bank of the river Weeping uncontrollably And pounding upon her chest Knowing something so terrible happened I went to her and asked Why are you weeping? What happened? she replied my husband is sick he cannot work anymore my sins are so many that nobody knows about to find forgiveness for my sins and solution to the problems of my home i have given the best offering i can give to god as ganges my only son my six month old baby boy i just threw him into the river Next paragraph, I sat beside her, explained her the gospel, her sins are forgiven 2,000 years ago, I explained to her that God is not angry with her, God didn't make her poor. All of a sudden she wiped her tears and looked straight into my eyes and said these words, but why didn't you come to me? Half hour sooner, I didn't have to kill my child, I never heard this before, but why didn't you come to me half hour sooner?
0: How many people here in Las Vegas, caught up in the polluted waters of Las Vegas? Would say the same thing to us. Christian coworker? Christian family member? Christian. I never heard this before. I don't I, I didn't hear about Jesus on TV. They didn't teach me this in school. The churches I went to, they never talked about Jesus. Why didn't you come to me a half hour sooner? What took you so long to tell me? I didn't have to lose my marriage. I didn't have to come down with a disease or AIDS. I didn't have to ruin my body with drugs or immorality. I didn't, I didn't have to go to hell. I didn't have to take the mark of the beast. Why didn't you come half hour sooner? God, I truly believe has given us here at Sunrise a unique opportunity. We are so equipped in Bible prophecy. We don't know everything. But we are so equipped in Bible prophecy than the bulk of the churches across the whole United States. But God doesn't want us to sit on it. It's to remind us that our redemption is drawing near, amen? But we need to get out there and tell people about Jesus. Jesus with what we've learned because time is short and let's be that church that gets there on time not a half hour late amen let's pray well hi this is pastor billy crone of sunrise baptist church and get a life ministries and i hope you enjoyed today's study but in closing before you go let me ask you one final question if you were to die today are you sure that you go to heaven and not hell And us being not, the two cannot mix. So what are we going to do? Well, that's bad enough. The other problem is we don't even want to admit this dilemma, even though God already knows it all. And so out of love, God gave us something called the Ten Commandments to show us that we're really disqualified for heaven. We're not holy. We're not perfect like him. Uh, Let's take a a look at just a few of those uh, here today. Uh, The Bible says, the Ten Commandments says, you shall not bear false witness. And if there's anything that we can do for you, uh, please don't hesitate uh, to contact us. Uh, Our number, our information will uh, come up here on the screen shortly. And uh, uh, if there's anything we could do for you, please don't hesitate to let us know. Uh, Thank you for uh, joining us. And uh, remember, I hope to see you in heaven. God bless.
1: Thank you for watching this presentation from Sunrise Baptist Church. If you would like to send us a letter or any other kind of postage, you can reach us at 1780 Betty Lane, Las Vegas, Nevada, 89156. For more information, you can give us a call at 702-452-8599 or email us at bcrone at or you can visit our website at www.getalifemedia.com. Billy Crone and this ministry can also be found on Facebook and Twitter. Join us for services at www.sunriselv.com.